Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Still Token With. Tonight, we are talking with a two-time cancer survivor, Dawn Fortis. We're going to be discussing her journey with the disease and her vision to save one life at a time. Dawn is also the founder of Debrielle and Grace Breast Cancer Foundation. This is an awesome episode coming at you right now. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And we are now live on another episode of Still Token With. We got an awesome show scheduled for you, as always. And as always, we have the most awesome Ben joining us. 
Oh, we can't hear you, Ben. What'd you do? <laughs> uh, while he figures it out, we also have Jeff. And Jeff's on mute, too. Why are you on mute? Hey, wait. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, see? Fuck Ben's mic. <laughs> I'll use my own. Uh, <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing fine, doing fine. Ben, uh, looks like you're muted. He'll figure it out. Okay. Well, while he figures it out, Jeff, would you like to introduce our awesome guests? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I think that um, I think I will. I'm gonna allow her to introduce herself. Uh, her foundation is fantastic. Uh, can you hear me now? Oh, now we. So is that better? Better. Okay. Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. Yeah, yeah there's, so there's this little button down the bottom. It's called mute. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because we were all like poking each other earlier, right? Yeah, it's like hello, right. hello. Let me let me play with this. <laughs> we got fingers coming from everywhere tonight. I'm getting poked from both sides. Well, this is not going to be nice. This is not going to be friendly. <laughs> I don't even play pokey, man. Uh, anyways, back to the show before we derail it in the first thirty seconds. It's too late. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Crazy. Okay. So, why don't you introduce our guest? Well, she's right here. Look at <laughs> full screen. <you've> been. <laughs> uh, Dawn. Dawn, bring us back on track. Why don't you uh, tell us who you are and what you do and why are you here? Uh, my name is Dawn Fortis, and I run a breast cancer foundation. I live in Fishkill, originally from Bronx, New York. A native New Yorkers, and I am a two-time cancer survivor. And I got tired of doing walks for everyone else, and not sure where the money was going. So I decided to start my own breast cancer foundation and help local families alleviate some of their medical expenses, fund local research facilities, and. Um, launch some workshops and groups for people to have a place to call and to go and to talk to other people, but most of all, just alleviating some of their medical expenses while they're currently in treatment. That's awesome. And you brought somebody with you? Who'd you bring with you? I don't know where he is. My husband. Oh, there he is. He's in another room too. <laughs> <laughs> his, his mic's muted. I because I can hear everything going on behind him. I'm like, mute yourself. Hi, guys. <laughs> thank you for having us. Well, thank you for joining us. Oh, look, he, he even remuted himself. Yeah, see? Wow, you have him trained very well. Right, so you're going to have to <laughs> you're gonna have to unmute when you want to say something and then remute. Remute? Remute? Sorry, we, we we actually are sitting in the conference room. Remove and, and, and look who this is. We got Bill, Bill Diamond over here. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we've we've uh, it's been a busy day down here for us. We got a busy day. My husband is uh, FDNY on the job twenty eight years, so he's oh, wow. back and forth. So, really? 
So, you know, we give it up for him and his boys are always important. Um, yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%, man. I want to see a bunch of uh, thumbs in, in the in the chat there, people. You know, let's hammer those thumbs. FDNY. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, Bill, I want you to sit over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing there? Do, do something. Sorry, this is just kind of how we interact. We're kind of goofy like that. We're used um, to it. That's how we live every day. So um, I had a question, and you just messed me up totally. See, that's what I do. Oh, I can't look at you there. I'm supposed to look at you here. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is kind of a new, a, a, a new setup for us. I mean, yeah. like, we're not... We're not used to doing this kind of stuff, you know, uh, but we're going to get better at it on the road. We're going to have to. So so are you guys going to be recording from there often, like in that spot where Bill well, has you? It, it, it looks like possibly once, maybe twice a once month. Once or twice a month. Okay. Uh, ben, do you, you have your laptop there? Yes. Okay. Might be beneficial. Uh, and I know no. we, we can talk about this next time. <laughs> uh, maybe get two webcams and then maybe like a small mixer for your... That that would be great okay. as soon as we have a sponsor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the show. Come on. We're not here about us. We're, let's talk. I, w- I want to know more about the foundation um, that Don and did you create this or found it by yourself or was it you? with your husband is it you and other people or let's let's get some backstory on your foundation name rank, and serial number (laughs) (laughs) i can't give all my secrets away you know but uh so brielle grace breast cancer foundation was founded by me um yes my husband does support me and he helps me and uh he does of course a lot of the technical side for me but it was founded by me my granddaughter was born a month before i was diagnosed and i felt like i was given this gift saying chemo and cancer is not going to kick your ass we're giving you this grandchild and she's going to kick your ass so don't worry about the chemo We'll, we'll take care of that for you and so Brielle Grace, my granddaughter, was born. And every time I had a treatment or surgery, no matter what, I would always have to make it work around me babysitting her because my son had to go to work. His girl had to go to work. Um, she's FDNY dispatch. My son is a medic for New York City, Mount Sinai, and their jobs are important and Cancer is important and taking care of myself was important, but my biggest thing was having that baby get me through each day, get me through each treatment and get me through all the pain of my surgeries. Right, (laughs) right. Wow, so you got a whole family involved in in FDNY going over there or in in, in different fields, I should say. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. that that's incredible in itself, right there. I mean, that's a yeah. show. That's a whole separate show in itself. Yep. You know, it shows you teamwork, man. No matter what end you're coming from, you, you got to figure it out and work. Like you guys are working together. You know, no matter what, it doesn't always happen that way. I get it, but I'm I'm lucky. Yeah. So I I got a question for you. Um, about time. What? <laughs> Go ahead. 
What do you, what do you find is the most important thing that uh, people actually need help with when they're going through something like this? I think the most important thing they need help with is understanding what they're going through and also knowing that everybody's diagnosis and treatment is, is different. So you get so many people that when you tell them they're so busy comparing or saying, Oh, when I went through it or when I had it and we just want someone to listen, not is, I know it sucks, but we at that time don't compare yourselves to what that person was just diagnosed and they just want you to listen and hear them out instead of saying your journey and me and what you went through and I and my aunt and my mother's aunt. And and the best one is my mother's aunt died from that. And you're, and it just freaks you out because you know, you're just saying I was diagnosed with cancer and you just want to talk about it or lean on someone. I don't want to hear how your mother's sister's aunt died. You know, not right now. Right. No, you know, you want to right. hear, you know, I, I've been through it. How can I help? Yeah. The positive, the positive help? stories. How can I help? And it's hard because people, I get it. And that's, they don't know how to respond. So they respond by, I had it and I went through this and that. And you're like, now you're finding yourself saying, oh, I'm very sorry you went through it. But mm-hmm. what happened to you? You know, you were the one who was talking about it. And now you're apologizing to them because they had cancer and this and that. And, you know, there's a time and a place. But if you're just newly diagnosed and I'm coming to you or they're coming to you, just listen. You know, when it's time, you could tell them your story. If they want to know your story and ask you your story, then, yeah, definitely tell it, you know. Just like they say, when a child is sick or whatever, don't look past them and look, ask the mom. Ask them. They all tell you they want you to ask them. They know more than you think. Just mm-hmm. like we know more. So I know my diagnosis and ask me. Any, and I'll, Or if I have a question, I'll ask you. But it's hard because even my own family members did it, you know. And it's like, oh, my sister had this. And, and then you're, it gets then you start getting that anxiety and you're just right. like, well, they're trying to be supportive, right? It, it, it doesn't work to, that way. Yeah. You're not trying to be like uncaring because you are caring, but at that moment, you're the person diagnosed, you're the person going through it. And it's hard. There's a lot of books on it. I can't think, I wish I had the name of it offhand, but it was the same thing. If someone is diagnosed with any kind of cancer and just, Listen, don't go through the whole generations, friends, aunts, uncles, and everyone else who had it. And it does suck for that person or any of us to lose someone to cancer. But right now, this one person is asking for help. And sometimes we don't know how to ask for help or we're too strong. We've never asked for help. And that's even harder. If you're a really independent person like me and always did everything for yourself, it's hard and that's already that's another so you know you can get into a serious depression just be there you know and just what can i do what do you need or sometimes they just want you to listen and let them rant let them rant it's okay yeah i i I can definitely sympathize with that because jeff and myself both lost um our fathers to forms of cancer Right. So um, 
you know, and and then some, and then some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've really lost someone or known someone, unfortunately. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it is it's a it's a subject that a lot of people don't talk about, and they don't try to cover. You know why they don't talk about it, right? I don't. <laughs> Because cancer, look how many friends. I bet you a lot of the people you know who had cancer, a lot of their friends kind of, you know, some people are lucky and your friends stay right there because cancer is contagious. So people, they're like, oh, I'll be there for you. But then they're the first ones to not be there. The phone call stop, this stops. And because, you know, that or you were the one that always maybe was doing a lot and now you like I said you can't do anymore right do, do so, you think it do you think it has something to do with it people don't know what to say they don't know what to say and that's okay yeah, yeah you're right right exactly that's okay but I think I think people need to understand that you just need to be there well just say I'm so sorry I, I don't know what to say and I don't want to say the wrong thing just be straight up be honest right. exactly and how can I help yeah if yeah. it's just sitting there being quiet, listening to you, that that's if that's what I got to do to help, then that's what I'll do. But sometimes you don't even want to talk. Just just let's just sit there and right. You know, it's different. Like I could say, like sometimes my husband would he be sitting next to me, and we're in the waiting room for whatever, and he would be chewing on a piece of candy, and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> Which drive me insane. The chewing. <laughs> he wasn't doing anything wrong. It's just you're just it's everyone. How you're going through it? It's each person is different, you know. And I just right. was like, couldn't even stand noise, you know. Like, and I love music. Like, I couldn't listen to music in my car. Just had to be silent. Everything had to be silent. But everyone's different. So just ask the person. And if they're like, I really just don't want you to talk. Don't take offense to it because they're not trying to be offensive. Right. Right. You're not trying to be offensive. Uh, we had a comment that came in uh, for the audio listeners. Ryan Kimball says, thank you, Don, for making such the right people are taken care of. You're an amazing person for helping those in need of such support. Uh, you're such a strong woman and role model. And I just wanted to bring up that uh, if you are looking to uh, support the Brielle Grace, we have information in the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And it uh, looks like you, uh, people can support by straight donations. You also have a store as well. And uh, I wanted to ask, uh, you have a calendar. Yeah. And like this weekend, you have Afternoon at the Salt Caves. What's that all about? <laughs> is that so cool i love so salt caves are if you're in treatment you can't take supplements but even after treatment during treatment before salt caves is an immune system booster and it's just a way to like i said silence and decompress and breathe in so you're laying it's pink himalayan salt and it's like sand except it's the whole cave the walls Everything is made of salt. And if you go on my upcoming calendar events, you'll see it's like you're laying and looking up at the stars. There's just lights. And I have um, a woman coming in and, you know, she's going to just do some energy clearing. So, you know, we're filled with all this energy between COVID, cancer. You could be a caretaker, whether you're a caretaker or you're the patient. We're both stressed and going through so much. So it's just to alleviate some stress. And, you know, like I said, for the caretakers at, or the patient, either one are both going through a lot. 
So the salt caves are, um, we have it scheduled for the next three months, once a month. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we have limited space and limited limited uh, spots, basically. So we booked it out for three months. But, you know, if you go on my upcoming calendar events, we have workshops. Like tonight, today earlier was Zentangle. It's like doodling for adults, but, and it's therapeutic. It's meditative. And I never heard of it. And another person who had breast cancer told me about it and I called the woman and all of our calendar events are run by volunteers who I reach out to and they donate their time whether it's yoga 20 minute meditations and tangle or the awesome salt cave where I'm working with Hudson Valley Healing Center in Poughkeepsie and the lady Elise who owns it she's like I'd be more than happy to partner with you and it's the least we can do is these workshops, you know, we fundraise as much as we can and host different events, but to also give back and not charge people is is a gift because, you know, going through enough already and now you want me to shell out more money. So it's our way to give back to everybody and to help, like I said, caregivers and patients get through cancer and COVID. It's not easy. And cancer does not take a backseat to COVID. No, no, please, no, no. unfortunately. Well, you, you brought up something that, uh, in, in my personal opinion, is extremely important. I don't care what you're going through, okay? And that's uh, compassion for others. Yeah. And, and without, without compassion, it's not going to fly, you know? And, and that seems to be lacking in today's world. And, and I'm, uh, you know, I hope people can wake up to that. Great. You have to have compassion all the time and that's why you'll see I also have a, a it's a cooking segment and I just had surgery a few weeks ago so my husband Joe was the caregiver so I sat back in the chair with the nutritionist while he cooked and everyone loved it you know because he was cooking and he's Mr. Character Jokester but at the same time everybody was smiling Everyone, even even if you hate cooking, you know nothing about the kitchen, but we're trying to make you see that cooking doesn't have to be a chore and it's therapeutic. And like he said, it's compassion and it creates happiness. So if you have all of that, you're creating happiness and you're not, you don't have to work hard at it. You know, you shouldn't have to work on creating happiness or compassion. It just should right, happen. Right. Some people need to yeah. If I could lift someone and help them or anyway, you know, we get so frustrated and well, we're supposed to, you know, we got a lot going on. We got a million doctor's appointments and then you're worried about your family or if you're working, whatever it is, just everyday life on top of this, it's uh, having this to be able and know that it's free just to sign up and register and you'll get a zoom link. That's all you got to do. Nice. Yeah. I want to, I want to give a shout out to Joe um, for being there, uh, you know, being a part of, of, of her journey. You know what I mean? I think that that's huge. Right. So thank you for stepping up. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got his mic muted right now. After we come back from commercial break, we definitely want to get you on to talk a little bit about, um, your side of you know Don's story 
You want him to come down here? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever works. I mean, whatever works easier for him. Um, but yeah, you are yeah. pretty comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he wants to move. Yeah, we um, we just <laughs> grandpa was screaming up there. That's why. Oh, look at him now. We got two Joes. <laughs> he probably didn't even hear a word we just said. We definitely. Um, I, I think he can hear us. Or maybe he'll hear us when we go to commercials. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah. For 30 years of marriage, he'll hear my mouth. It's okay. Maybe. <laughs> He's like, everything's muted. I can't hear you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Leo, why don't you take us to commercial? And when we come back, we'll get into your actual personal journey, if you don't mind. Sounds good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm, t I'm telling him now to unmute. <laughs> oh, 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 I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, as we... As we go to commercial. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I want to thank everybody for watching. And uh, just a reminder, if you want to support Brielle Grace, check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, you can go to their website, go to their calendar, see what uh, upcoming events they have. Uh, if you want to support them, uh, you can uh, just straight up donate. And uh, they also have an online store with some awesome stuff as well. Uh, and uh, as always, we love supporting creative individuals and, uh, you know, uh, independent uh, businesses as well. Uh, Deadly Grounds Coffee, they're a sponsor of the network. We absolutely love them. I love, you know, they make just the most amazing coffee. They're a little mom and pop shop here in Connecticut. But here's a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And I got the information in the show notes, again, down below, up above for Deadly Grounds. It's getdeadly.com. And uh, so you have it in the show notes up above or down below? Yep. <laughs> Wherever they're watching or hearing us from. Oh. <laughs> Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Yes, that was me. Will you stop scrolling around? Hey, I like screwing around. But that's all you do. <laughs> poke, poke. I, I can get used to this, Leo. I really could. The only thing now is we need you here so that I can reach this way. Well, no, because he's there. Well, no, I had to I, I, I had to reset my headphones. I can see the so, yeah, after a quick commercial and a little bit of joking, um, where are you going with my shirts? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there are others in the room. Yeah. It's, like, it's almost like it's haunted. studio. Very cool. Jeff and Ben. I'm I'm just letting him know about the um, mm. the studio for Bill Diamond Productions. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> like, are yeah. they in the same room? Yeah, we're in the same room. He sees the masks and stuff behind. Yeah, Bill. Um, Bill actually designed. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> That's funny. 
If you didn't have headphones, I'd give you a wet willy right now. <laughs> um, Bill designed the mold for the masks for Phantom of the Opera stage show, which you can see on Jeff's screen. His little mini full screen. You know, that's his favorite show of all time, right? Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I can't, I've seen it a number, numerous of times. Yeah, it's incredible. That's what I'm it is like. incredible. It's my favorite. Oh, look at that. You're mobile. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. cool is that? We need a tour. Uh, yeah, you guys aren't that far, actually. Yeah. Yep. We'll uh, we'll let you know next time. Uh, we're coming down, I believe, in February to do some filming. Um, we'll we'll give you a shout out, let you know, and have you pop across the river to the um, to the studio and get you a tour. That would be great. We'd love it. We'd appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, what you're seeing right here is this is actually the conference room um, <laughs> that we're sitting apart. in tonight. But the studio is <laughs> ten acres. My back to. 90,000 square feet. Sitting at 10 acres uh, right on the Hudson. Wow. Literally right on the Hudson. So, oh, hi, Kelly. Kelly popped in. <laughs> um, but now that we're back from commercial break, um, you yourself are, are a two time um, breast cancer survivor. Correct? No, two time cancer survivor, colon cancer and then oh. breast cancer. Oh, see, I it just that wasn't there. It's okay. That's what happens when we go on the road. I left. I literally left my show notes sitting on my desk back in Massachusetts. I'm not even sure if I messaged that part to you guys. So, um, fine. But um, if you don't mind, take us through a little bit of your personal story. Like when when were you first diagnosed? You know the, in, in, yeah. You know what I mean. Without getting too deep into things that are going to like bring up, you know, you know. And then we'll hear a little bit from Joe as what well. Were the, what were the thoughts that ran through your head? How did you feel? I mean, you know, do you get uh, angry, dude? I don't have tissues up here. <laughs> you know, I don't get angry. No, I got no tissues up. I got long sleeves. We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh, okay. oh thanks, John. <laughs> he just handed me napkins. <laughs> I had to blow my nose in his shirt. Oh my goodness! He's not have tissues. So I was diagnosed with colon cancer, December of 2013. Um, it was just I had blood in my stool. Doctor said it was polyps. Went in and uh, it turned out it was a tumor the size of like a baseball. And mm. we, when before I went to surgery, they just uh, removed three feet of my colon, my appendix, and see, they basically told Joe, if I didn't go and I did, we'd be having a totally different conversation right now. And then seven months later, I just felt something, and I went for my first and last mammogram in August of 2014, August 14th, 2014, and um, my granddaughter was born July 9th, of 2014, a month before my diagnosis. 16 surgeries later. 16 surgeries later, chemo, year of treatments. Um, you know, um, at first I said I must have been <laughs> a re really bad, a really bad bitch, I hate to say, when I was growing up and I was being punished. I wasn't angry or, or anything like that. Um, I just put the guilt on myself that 
I must have done something mm -hmm. so horrific that now I was being punished. Right. And for the longest, you know, that's what I felt. This was my punishment. But then as uh, I grew and this baby helped me to grow maybe and see things differently, I realized I wasn't being punished that God gives us what we can handle. And he gave this to me knowing that there's more women out there, even men that I'm meant to help. They're meant to come into my path and for me to help them and let them know the same thing. No matter what we did when we were younger, cancer is not a punishment. <laughs> and uh, it took a while to um, come to terms with that for sure, you know, and uh I think that's the hardest part. People think, you know, you're angry or you're throwing things. And the most I could say is stop watching Lifetime shows because <laughs> not everyone is throwing and smashing and heaving over the toilet bowl. And, you know, you know, you're, you, you, you get sick or you lose weight. You know, in the beginning, it, it, the meds made me gain so much weight. So there's such a misperception of, when someone's diagnosed, they think like you, you dwindle down and you get mm -hmm. skinny to this rail and the skin and bones. When in the beginning for me, it was quite the opposite. I just blew up. And, you know, when you're blowing up and you're getting that heavy and you're in treatment, your hormones are going ballistic. Mine were going ballistic. And I was forced into menopause, you know, to do the treatment and a full hysterectomy, uh, full double mastectomy and then you're, you're the biggest struggle is because you you're you look different and it's body you know almost you body shame yourself because you just don't want to get undressed in front of your husband anymore and it wasn't even the scars that bothered me you're just like it, you look different you feel different and it takes a while to be comfortable with that and to be comfortable in your own skin on how you look and it's, it's a daily struggle, it's, but, um, you know, you get better and you find different people and a different group of friends to talk to that are going through it. And that seems to help a lot that, and all the different surgeries <clears throat> that other women have been through also help. And at the end of the day, realizing, cause it wasn't brought to me, I don't have any, I don't have that many like a woman, a mom figure, a sister figure, an aunt or anything like that to help with that. And where I thought I had really good girlfriends, I'm one of those people who I guess they, like I said, they thought cancer was contagious. So the few friends that were close just kind of, I, I look at it, I cried for months, but now I look at it as it's my blessing because. God removed them from my life. It, it might have been the cancer journey, but cancer gave me back my life because I wasn't living before that. Uh, you know, now actually, I've heard that. Yeah, I've, I've heard that that before myself. You know, you know. Um, I I didn't mean to get have no, you get upset. No, um, <laughs> no, no, it shows it shows no, the power. Your release. You know, it, it shows the power in your story, um, what you've been through, but that you're putting yourself out there to the world, really, because of what we do. Um, yeah. But showing them that you're there 
for others like that, which yeah. is huge, which is huge. Really? You know, you yeah. yourself are putting yourself in the position to be there for other people that are in a situation like that, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. I, right. it, I, I got a, I got a question. Um, yeah. When, when you first get that diagnosis, okay, what do you need the most? Me? Everybody's different. For me, <laughs> I need I need to just uh, be by myself for a minute. I get me. I, I, I the doctor actually my, my first diagnosis. His mom actually took me because you need someone to drive you home. And uh, the doctor told me, and I looked at him and just said, "Are you done?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'll be back." And I just got up and walked out. And I had to I had to go outside and like remove myself from the situation compose myself. I mean, I'm not going to figure it out and then go back and hear what he has to say. Cause in that moment, I just wasn't even ready to hear what he had to say. And then when the breast cancer diagnosis came, I was alone. So maybe God knew because I'm the type of person, some people need a crowd of people around them to get through it. And that's fine. There's no right. There's no wrong. And I, my biggest fear was I have to call my husband and tell him again. How do I tell my husband in seven months later that I have cancer again? You know, and that was my hardest thing, I think. And the other hardest thing is letting yourself cry because, you know, a lot of people were taught don't be weak. That's a sign of weakness. But you know what? You need to cry. Cry. Yeah. If you, need you have to let yourself feel. It's absolutely pain. not a sign it's of weakness. Kind of strength. That's a sign of strength, not weakness. So that's right. what a lot of people need right. to. Right. It's part of the acceptance. Yeah. Leo, you're awfully quiet tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't think I've ever seen you this quiet. Are you muted? No, 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 no. I no, because I haven't embarrassed him yet. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, he's just he's uh, he's been awfully quiet. You got any questions over there, Leo, before we keep going with this? I mean, uh, I'll come. I put him on the spot. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I put him on the, he can't even talk yeah. right now. No, no. You know, you know, it's just incredible to see is um, I have a decent job and I have insurance and, you know, uh, I'm working for the fire department. I have insurance and um, those things were taken care of. So, uh, you know when we were going through Dawn was doing her journey, she said, I'm going to do something and create this foundation because uh, you have a different story to write if you don't have insurance. Um, so the foundation is able to help people with those medical expenses that do come up and uh, provide that support where if you don't have insurance nowadays, you lose, someone loses their job, you know, it's a wrap, but um, right. she's incredible the what she's doing, the fundraisers she has. Um, and we it's incredible woman, to right? see it how to grow. We hear these stories of the one woman wants to claim bankruptcy. I'm yeah. like, what, what's your biggest bill? Just yeah. tell us your biggest bill. You know, we don't, we're not Susan B. Coleman. We don't, you know, mm. but if we're taking care, I like the people that call us and they're reaching out for other networks. So if we take care of bill A, another person could take care of bill B, another one could take care of bill C yeah. and we all, have, we all come together and help. So everybody's taking care of A, B, C, and D. To, you know, this person just went through chemo. We want them to, if they have to work, one lady go right back to work. She shouldn't have to worry about now she's four months behind in her car payment. They're taking her car. Now she can't even get to work because of her cancer diagnosis and she had to have treatments to save her life. And now she's yeah. got to fight for her life to keep her job and her car and yeah. everything else. And you just added more stress 
So we want to alleviate. More, yeah, that. exactly. More stress to a stressful situation in itself. Yeah. So, right, yeah. Right. When you're going through something like that, finances shouldn't have to be something that you need to deal with. Unfortunately, they they're the biggest part of why right. and why you know breast cancer. I hate to say it is the highest. It's got the highest rate divorce rate out of all cancers. Breast cancer. The oh, men. Because you're a lot of women, we've had surgery and we're changing. Some men are like, I'm out. I can't, I can't, I don't know why. That, it's just that's shallow. It's the highest divorce rate. Yeah. Yeah, that, that to me is shallow. Yeah. You don't marry somebody in, in my eyes and the way that I was raised. And yeah. I know Jeff is similar to this um, and a lot of other people is it, it's not the appearance. You're not marrying the body, no. you're marrying the person. See, Kelly, <laughs> she met me yeah. at one. Yes, I love Kelly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kelly says, uh, Mike and I met. Uh, Dawn at one of her fundraisers. We will always be there to help her with anything her and Joe need. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> Hi, Mike. He's watching. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, Mike's I'm watching sure too. Sure he is. He's awesome. He's saying when we do right for a cause, and that's oh, his yeah. baby. So it's our holiday lights. And Mike came, and because of all that's going on, you don't even have Santa at the mall. Nope. So we had Santa come to guy. our house. He was our big guy, and we asked yep. for you know a suggested donation. If otherwise they didn't have to, it's the least we could do for the community too. And so many they come up to you then too. And the one lady's like, "I met you last year. I didn't even know." And then between that last year and now, she was just diagnosed with breast cancer and just finished her treatment. There you go. Yeah, I mean, for those of you that have been watching us for a while, if you think back to December, we actually had um, Santa on. Yeah. No, yeah. December 6th. Yeah, it was like December 6th something. we had Santa yeah. New England on. So um, great people doing great things for multiple communities here. Yeah, that's what you need. You need all people for all communities helping each other and, you know, in it together. That's it. You got to be in it together because... And that's what I learned too. You can't do things alone. And right. it's okay to ask for, and the biggest thing, it's okay to ask for help. That's the hardest thing for all of us. It's hard when you're so self-sufficient, but when you learn that it's okay to ask for help and let letting people help. So that actually is bringing me to a question that I have, which is going to be for Joe. And this is why we dragged you off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a husband, getting that phone call, uh, not only the, the first one, but getting that phone call the second time um, that you're that you're the person that you love and cherish so much has cancer. How, how does that affect you? Um, well, that's a rough one. Um, so I'm sure it is, but you know I, I, we don't pussyfoot around on this show. Sorry. <laughs> I think I think my job also uh, not just being um, you know Dawn being with Dawn thirty years and you know she's everything you know my love. Um, you know, as a paramedic, I felt like this is the one thing I just wanted to take away and fix this problem. And I couldn't. And I think that was really hard for me. Um, not getting the phone call and the support. I I was just looking to say, okay, I believe in medicine. It'll all work out, but, um, it's rough to see, you know, the woman you love, you know, go through this and I can't fix it. You know, that's, so that was a rough part. Um, and day by day, you know, you know, changing my schedule and helping as, as I can, you know, trying not to be a paramedic, try to be a husband is rough at times. Um, I get yelled at for that. 
because <laughs> she's like, you know, just be my husband. Don't be the medicine, the medicine guy. So I have to find a line between that. Um, but it's, it's rough. It's rough, you know, and everyone deals with it differently. But, um, you know, it just makes us stronger. You know, you're in a position where you want to do everything that you can possibly do, but you don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, and I, I can I can see that being very frustrating. And, um, you know, you you reach out, you, you try and help. Um, but maybe it's the wrong move. So you're second yeah. guessing yourself. Yeah. You have to see when they when they go to start an IV on her, I got to leave the room because I'm a lunatic. If they miss that line, I'm like, you know, I, I, I just let me do it. I won't miss the IV myself. You know, so and then I yell at him because now you're stressing these nurses out and it's their job. And even if you yeah. can do it better, you can't tell them that because now they feel like they're underwatched and now they're jabbing me more and they're missing um, and it's just creating. That's not funny, but it is kind of, I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it's funny. It's funny because then we have good stories. Yeah, I've witnessed that. Have a good story and right. I'm going to get out. Yeah. Get I love him. Get out. You could come back when they're done. He's got to get out. Uh, <laughs> it's as supportive as he is. Uh, I'm like, uh, it's like, is that really the spot you're going to go for that line? I'm like, I teach people all the time paramedic school, and I'm like, that's not the spot I would take, you know? Like you said, it's hard. It's a me. fine line it's where you have to step back and let the other medical professionals. I love you, team. but get lost. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you're, you know, when you're doing any of that, you're, you're, Stress levels are higher no matter how you think you're prepared and you're calm. Once it's you're in that moment, it's a different story. But she's right. she got better over the last couple of years. She let me take out her stitches, you know, and things like that for her, which was, you know, so we didn't have to drive to Manhattan. <laughs> so I came running out with a little uh, blow-up hat on, glove on my head, ready to do combat. And uh, she totally lost it on me, you know, but, uh, you know, it saved it. You can try to like lighten it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that's important too. That's why everybody like loves him. So we do, we do do crazy things, and like even during this, everybody knows. Like I'm always like putting up recipes and making him taste oh. it because he makes the most horrific faces you can imagine, and everyone's like, "That's not real," and we're like, "Oh my god, that's Joe." So over the summer, right, we did cauliflower for a cause because joe hates cauliflower horrible and uh i set up like 10 different stations throughout the yard and you know he had a slide in a pool of cauliflower he does some cauliflower like i love lucy he had a like hands behind his back and eat different pies blueberry raspberry filled with cauliflower but the only way you were able to watch this live is you had to donate so you know something like that and he had a run around the pool and then dive and uh throw cauliflower we had like bra pong so he'll like get the cauliflowers and the brong pong and the beer pong it was bra pong so you know you had to be creative and inventive and i have to give it because you know not many husbands would i come up with really lunatic crazy ideas and i say and he does but he does it. Yeah, yeah, but then you end up doing it anyways. So, Leo, Leo, I think we I think we found one of our first pay to pay to watch shows. There we go. <laughs> People do and they love it, and but they're all you know 
he had a big blonde wig and a cape and we played the Rocky song and it started and it was, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's a scary vision. That's a scary vision. (laughs) You got to give the people what they want, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, Eliminating the husband is what people want. Yeah. But what's really great is that, um, you know, a crazy white. (laughs) I noticed as like other foundations and, you know, due to what's going on, you know, Dawn was uh, the foundation was still able to provide their keep their grants or grants open, and uh, still be able to provide supports because we've prepared ahead of time for um, anything that would happen in the future. And even um, this past January, you want to tell them what you did last? The new um, last thing? So we just launched it's a memorial scholarship fund, and they say when you launch a fund to put it in in memory of someone. So. Yeah. A good friend of ours just passed away this past July. She yeah. had breast cancer and then colon cancer, and uh, we watched. It was it was rough. Well, anyway, we created the Mom- Roseanne Congaro Memorial Scholarship Fund, mm-hmm. and it's open from January through May, the end of April 30th. And you could write in an essay. It could be for your neighbor. It could be your mom. It could be you, someone who wants to go to college, but their family member is currently in treatment for breast cancer. And by the end of June, we'll pick the winner. And in September for the fall semester, we will pay the institution $1,500 towards their college tuition. Now, Leo, you got that in the show notes up above or down below? I do, I do, I do. Uh, and you can find that right on their website if you go to uh, Brielle Grace, uh, bcf.org, and that link is in the show notes. Up on the top there, you'll see uh, Roseanne Congaro Scholarship uh, along with uh, a bunch of other links as well. And I was going to ask uh, a two-parter question. Uh, one is, what's how do you like people to to uh, donate? What's the best way for them to to donate, whether their time, money? And then the second part is uh, say if somebody is in an uh, area of need, uh, how do they ap- approach you for that? Um, they could go to the website and our email address is on there. There's also a phone number to contact me directly. Um, they can mail a check. To they your... can mail a check to the post office box. Some people don't like to give their credit cards, and we totally understand that. But it is encrypted our site. Um, but yeah, either they can reach out, like I said, through email, um, through the website. It shows you how to email me, call me, or contact the foundation. And that was Brielle Grace. <laughs> Where'd you go? That's the big ah, boss. Ah, you know, give me a run for my money. That's, That's a, a big, big boss. boss. She can hang out. Tell her. Sit down and hang out. We've got a special thing coming for her. Yeah, hang out for a few minutes. We got something for you. (laughs) Oh man. So it's really cool. So like if people wanted to donate specifically to the um Roseanne Roseanne fund, you know, if they donate right to the page. You know that will go straight to that. Uh, to the scholarship, to that scholarship. They could, yeah. For if they want to donate towards the scholarship, they could donate right to the on our site to Roseanne's and Girls Scholarship yeah. Fund. But if they just want to make a donation in honor of someone or just to donate, they could go there. They could put it in the description box. Who this is in memory of, or they just want to make a donation. Um, we also will have upcoming events. Uh, we have golf tournament. We have a family fun day fundraiser, and we're working on a few more. It's it's hard to plan ahead with this COVID 
extremely, okay. extremely high. Yeah. Well, we're doing virtual, so stay tuned for more cauliflower virtualness when the weather gets warmer. <laughs> Where'd she go again? Yeah, we got a we got a special surprise. We got a special her. surprise for her. Okay. All right. It, it, it's 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 coming. It's coming. Is it? Oh no, it's on oh. my camera. I think. Oh, sure. Uh, what is what that? Is that? <laughs> oh, look at that. You're a fighter. Where are you? Hello over there. How are you? We're real bad here. Hi. Let's go name. Just wanted to say hi. Don't let the bat interrupt you. <laughs> no, no, no. What's your name? What's your name, honey? Your That's name? um. Her yeah. name is Brielle Grace. Brielle. Okay. Yeah. Brielle. Hi, this Brielle. is named after. This is Brielle Grace. I'm Frank. Yeah. Breast Cancer Foundation. This is Frack. Yeah. This is the one that was born the month before I was diagnosed. Right. Prince and Frack. So she's my son's daughter. And you know what? Even through all of that, right? Even my son, that was probably one of the hardest things because my husband did have to go back to work. Thank you, Bill. Mom to let her son change her bandages. And he had to change and do all that. And But he did it as a caring son. Mm. And uh, I couldn't. As horrific as that was for me, he made it not so horrific. So right, right. So, yeah, every once in a while we get special guests that drop by. <laughs> okay. She's out. She's out. <laughs> uh, so I know this is totally off subject here, but uh, Joe, uh, I used to hate cauliflower as well, uh, and my <laughs> wife introduced me to mashed cauliflower. Nope. Oh, no, is, no, no, no. I'm going to stop you. Right oh, now. no, 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 no. Mashed cauliflower is amazing. I love cauliflower. You okay. know how I got him? And mashed. You know how I got him? If I finally got him after five years, we went to Italy. I know. Well, I, we went to Italy, but I made these wontons with this soy ginger dipping sauce. Oh, nice. And it was a fried, piece of fried cauliflower inside, like the wonton. And with the cabbage and everything, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, you like that, Joe? How that taste? <laughs> and I was like, and we were, on, I run live uh, trivia every Saturday night. So once COVID started, that too, we launched like this trivia just to help people stay connected. And for a minute, even for him, because of his job to not think about anything. And we've built like great friendships and we have food wars now, and we have people from New Orleans, Florida, all mm. over on our Saturday night trivia. Oh, nice. So they all saw him eat cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in his mind, he's going, no, I, I knew it was cauliflower. I just didn't eat today. I'm really hungry. <laughs> yeah. The pizza parlor was closed by the time I got home. <laughs> exactly. He's like trivia start, and she she gotta be all back. Well, be ready, got ready to go, right? But I mean, that was started as a way to help people who maybe are in treatment or caregivers as well. And you know, first it started as just like a Friday night cocktail hour, and then someone said, "Let's start asking questions." And then now none of us trust me. You don't know how to have to know how to play trivia. None of us know how to play trivia, and. Lo and behold, we're asking questions and we're holding up people. We're making signs that are saying bullshit and getting. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> 
I mean, when I when I would, when I do the trivia thing, uh, I learned really fast that the, typically the person asked the question doesn't know the answer. Exactly. <laughs> 100. 100 percent. Don't know. So the question. Wow. Did you? Where are you going? I don't know, man. My chair just started rolling. I told you places. <laughs> I told you it was. Hard. We have ghosts. You thought I was kidding. Oh, that's, that's I cool. think so. I literally just started rolling across the floor. I mean, I've been sitting here for the last hour stationary, and yeah, it just was like, mm. well, is, well, is, is Bill coming around and push you? <laughs> I, I was oh. going to say it's because Jeff has such a magnetic personality. Oh. It's, it's, funny. It's, it's funny you say that, Leo, because on the, <laughs> on the way down here, we drove down to New York this morning. Um, there was a guy that was like literally tailgating us with his high beams. Mm. Jeff would go left. He would go right. I mean, all the way up the Mass Pike in, in almost into Connecticut. And I said, well, it's you because you have a magnetic personality. <laughs> it's, see, it, yeah. I told you it was you. Yeah, much longer. He was really going to see my personality. <laughs> you, know, you know, his personality is so magnetic because he's got all that iron in his head. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we kept it on the tracks for almost the whole we, show. We did, we okay? did, we did. <laughs> so, so is it in the iron in his head, or is it the lead paint chips he ate as, as yeah, a child? I was going to say it was the lead in his ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Careful, paybacks a bit. <laughs> no, actually, Kevin, it wasn't a state cop. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. Was it in Connecticut? In Connecticut? Was it Connecticut when we saw, if, like, three miles away behind you? You could see the the state. Yeah, it was coming. weird. I've never seen this before. We're going down eighty four. I look in my rear view, and way, way back in the distance, I just see red and blue lights. They're not flashing. Yeah, right. they were they were stationary. They were on. steady. Yeah, yeah. And then he came up next to us and went by us, and it it was a steady. Yeah, but they were like, Is that like you running lights or something? Uh, no, Connecticut does that. Uh, we'll see him drive. Why? I don't know. <laughs> why? You I know why? I know why. They're special. You think they're special, right? They're special. Well, I take it that, I take it that you know, there's so many people that like <laughs> speed just, crazy okay. in Connecticut that they're just like. Oh, yeah, like that's going to make them slow down. A lot of people do. I've driven yeah. through a lot of states. Connecticut is the worst. <laughs> I've driven through a lot of states too, and ma mass holes are. are <laughs> because I'm from there, I'm used to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Leo, so, Leo, you got to put up with us for a long. Uh, time. I know. I know. So, so, so careful because so, I know we'll be at an event together. Yeah. And I can get an extra key to your room. <laughs> so I thought you guys were Eastern Mass. Southeastern. That's that. Southeastern. Okay. So what are you doing taking eighty four? What do you mean? Uh, the shortest route here is 495 Mass Pike 84. Yeah. It, to where we are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I would yeah, think. Literally right over the brick, right over the river. Okay. Yeah. I, I would think yeah. it'd be uh, 495 to 395. 395. 395. There's a road called 395. Yeah. Well, the GPS said we go the fastest way. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. 395 would probably be less traffic. You get like no traffic until you hit. Oh, dude, it. we got on the Mass Pike this morning at seven. No, six thirty. Six thirty, seven. Yeah, I, I I looked two miles ahead. There was five cars 
I mean, yeah. we we made it from Mass to to the studio in three hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, three hours and twenty minutes. No yeah. traffic, zero. No traffic. Hartford all the way down through, through Waterbury, through yeah. all of, you know all the parts of the New York. Nothing. nothing. So no uh, give uh, give three ninety five a look. I know this is totally off topic, but you totally know, really. by, you totally bypass uh, Waterbury, Hartford, all of that. I never even heard of three ninety five. I'm gonna have to look at that too. Yeah. I just let Dawn drive and uh, she. We'll be there in half Over the ride. Half the right? Time. Well, that's why. Well, I see. I never drive. When, when, no matter if we're going to events or if we're coming down here to the studio, Jeff always drives. First you know of all, because he's got OCD and he won't let me drive. I'm with you, Jeff. It's I'm my truck. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> we, we, could rent, we could rent a car <laughs> and you still. Yeah. No, I got to drive. I, yeah. the, the, the last thing you want me to be is a passenger. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll tell you, if he was a passenger, and I mean, literally, the studio is three minutes from the bridge, and hmm. if he was a passenger, I would throw him out of the car into the <laughs> river on the bridge. It would, it would only take three minutes. That's so that bad. bad. But, um, yeah. Anyway, that was way off fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. We, 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 we went way <laughs> out to the field off subject. Yeah, but you need to do that sometimes, because you get so caught up in that, you need to go off subject to... Right, right. Yeah, and, and also I got something wrong with my brain where if something pops into my head, I, I need to get it out. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I got something wrong with my brain. He says we knew something, we knew something was wrong with your brain as soon as you agreed to do right. the show with us. Uh, <laughs> I got things wrong too, but you don't hear me bring that up. Well, no, I mean it, it's something weird where like I have to get it out. It has to leave my my mouth. Otherwise, it like stays up there and I can't get rid of it. Oh, that's. I, I think that was like what Sheldon had on Big Bang Theory. Oh, so just got, stop, do you stop twitching and your lips stop moving? And I'm just curious. No, uh-huh. maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it doesn't hold up here. It's just got to flow on out with yeah. me. I don't know. You're a better man than me. I can't hold that. <laughs> uh, so I, I do want to say, uh, Joe, thank you. Um, you're the man of, of man, okay? uh, because not the, you're going through something that's very difficult and you're standing by your woman. And I, I really, really, um, I appreciate that. You know, oh, I you. married my high school sweetheart. This, this is, is a, a sweetheart. Well, I'm getting this double like, echo thing. <laughs> yeah, it's called, it's called rum and coke. That's what I said today. The kid no, 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 son. Um, you know, we've been together for over 40 years, and oh, wow. I will stand by that woman no matter what. You're an inspiration. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for saying so that. Are you, so are you guys. Thank you for Absolutely. having me. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, thank you for agreeing to coming on. I mean, to tell to tell a story. For, well, first of all, you know, thank you for setting up that type of a foundation where it can help so many people. Yeah, check uh, the show notes up above and yeah, down below. Down below, up above, wherever Leo put them. So if you're yeah. listening, you can't see me pointing everywhere, but then that just means you have to watch us. Yep. Um, what the hell was I saying? Did I, I get it? How do I get the recording of this? Um, It'll be on our website. Yeah. 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 You, you can go to stilltoking.com under season two. Give it a couple of days because it usually takes a couple of days to get uploaded for me. Yeah, Leo's a little slow when it comes to that. No, I'm the one that does what? that. Yeah, it's a little slow when it comes to that. Yeah, because yeah. it's 
it's a live broadcast. As soon as I hit end broadcast, the file's up on Facebook and YouTube. Yes. So the file, this, this show is recorded right now. So it'll be up on um, our YouTube page, the Dorkening Podcast Network YouTube page. It'll also be up on both of those Facebook sites, along with Hellfire Radio's Facebook site. Uh, it'll be on Twitch for the next 15 days. But if you go directly to stilltoking.com, go on to go under Still Toking With, which is the name of the show, season two. Uh, in a couple yeah. of days, the link will be right there. Anybody can go there anytime. Just click on it; and it'll take you right to the right to the feed. So you're not searching through videos. Trying oh, to actually, I know it. We then I have to find another way to torment you guys so you give us a tour. <laughs> uh, uh, you want to know something, hey, Bill? Hey, Bill. Right. We'll, we'll, oh, find, out right now. we'll find out right now. See, so, that's the dog. Hi, Bill. So. She lives yeah. in um like fish. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Put the headset on so you can say hi. Hello, how are you? Hi. I said hi. So they offered us a tour, so I said I'd be stalking. You gotta let us have a tour of there. We fan of the opera maniac here, but we're looking at all. <laughs> oh, all the stuff in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you guys are only in Fishkill. We could throw a rock from here to you. We're on the river. Exactly. So I just Don't said throw a rock. How do we get, we said, what do we need to do to, uh, I know during this COVID crap or how do we, we want a tour. Just let me know when you want to come over. They'll, they'll send you the information we'll, and we'll, we, we will let you know come over the next- during the day and you know, don't yeah. worry about any of the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, but she she said, "Well, how do we get a tour?" And I said, "Hey, Bill, come here." All right. Well, you want a tour? <laughs> <laughs> that easy. All right. All right. I'm gonna have Leo or somebody give me the number so I can call and be like, "You got it." Uh, I'll you. tell you something about Bill. Uh, if he doesn't recognize that number, he's not going to answer it. So <laughs> <laughs> just put what. Just put weird guy <laughs> said when you send me the text. We want a tour. And I'm like, oh, it's, as long as he don't come, we're fine. <laughs> you point at me? I point at him. Oh, all right. Over here. <laughs> you like, as long as he don't come, then I just saw a finger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Sound good? Thank you. All right. You're welcome. I think I just lost Have a good night. Yeah. We will hook you up, Don. Don't worry He's about it. Like, is the mic still working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well no, I just had we're to... out here every month. It flashed yeah. up on my screen that. Uh, yeah, good to meet you guys. Yeah, absolutely. That's the USB went down. So, no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like like he said, you're only a fish kill. So the next time we're coming down, um, yeah, we'll let you know the time. For, you know, because usually, usually when we come down, we're here three to four days. All right. Yeah. This, this was a, this is just a quick trip. Um, because we had some editing and the new comic book came out. Uh, and we had some ago. scenes we had to shoot that just never happened. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just like taken that off of the camera, Leo. That was almost, almost, oh, I know. almost Pornhub material. <laughs> just saying. Hey, what guy doesn't like his head scratched? Anyway, <laughs> or 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 that could have been a brain sucker starving. 
yeah. that it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> yeah. Either yeah. that or, you know, he saw him have a couple of Roman Cokes and figured he'd get his own. So. <laughs> where, where, where are you guys? Where are you in, uh, in Mass? We have family in um, Abington. Abington. Oh, I'm oh. in Halifax. Yeah, you're Abington. I'm in Plymouth. I yeah. can make it to Halifax. I can make it to Abington in 15 minutes. Yeah, uh-huh. me, me, it's more like 20, 25. Right. Because I got to get off the highway. Oh, actually, no, I can go right up to exit 14. That's Abington. That's where Home Depot is. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could just go up the highway, huh? Why would I get off the highway? Oh, that's usually after the, the cannabis infusion. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, no, because you don't like to drive. So you come to my house. That's By the time it. you get to my house, you could be in Abington. But you come to my house, and it's another 15 minutes to Abington. That wasn't the question they asked. <laughs> they asked where we were, not how long it took us to get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know put up with, I'm telling you. Sometimes I really, really think sometimes the uh, the puppets here have more brains. Well, I'll tell you what's really, really weird is I can just look over and look at him. Usually he's like in another town. <laughs> and yeah, but there. Oh, hey, 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 stop. <laughs> Um, oh, look at we're getting all kinds of laughy faces and, and hearts and thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> laughy faces, hearts, and thumbs. Laughy faces, hearts, and thumbs. That, that's a cool tune. I know. Bill, write a song. <laughs> laughy faces, hearts, and thumbs. All right, mute his mic. Mute my mic. Something, <laughs> please. No singing. All right, back mute. to the show because it's getting close to that time. Yeah. Leo has another show tonight. Um, I don't really see too many other questions popping i see a lot of comments yeah and there was just a couple of comments about the uh the cops as well yeah we, we yeah. Those. yeah yeah if I they were about firefighters we'd read them but yeah we didn't know the ones about the cops or they paramedics they're all important oh yeah i know they are oh <laughs> Then there's that Boston I heard accent, it. I heard it. right? <laughs> oh, see, you were, you were trying to listen for the Boston accent. I heard it. <laughs> oh, that would, put on your blinker. Put on your blinker. What's the matter with you? He <laughs> parked the car in Harvard Yard. Oh, my goodness. They sent me, uh, the family sent me Boston Red Sox. Uh, Boston. The Boston. Yeah. yeah to, uh, to, poke, to poke me because of the Yankee thing, you know? Well, oh. Bill, Bill works for the Yankees, don't you, Bill? You've done work for the Yankees. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Saying I work for the Yankees. Why? <laughs> Just like us, they pay him. They like him. We need We need Bill. We need Bill. We need Bill. What do you need Bill for? My husband has a bat that's signed by all the Yankees who played in the 9/11 game. So oh, only oh really? I love him. Can oh, sign man. that bat? So I think he's missing. Like just pet it in Jeter. Pet it in Jeter. He's it. Pet it in Jeter. Pet it in Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. He don't know those guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna get him in trouble right now. We know. Get him to sign a bat. He don't sign nothing for nobody. He don't sign nothing for nobody. Who Jeter? Nope. Look, I'll get that. I'll get that. I can't say it. Can I say it? I'll get that bastard. She said she'll get that bastard, meaning Jeter. That made no sense because all I hear is double. 
<laughs> uh, Stacy says, wishing you continued luck and prayer. Stay strong. I will Thank visit you your site. Thank you, Stacey, so much. Thank you. Yeah, we need volunteers, too. We're always looking for volunteers for our events. So fill out our uh, volunteer form. It says, how can you help? And it says, say, besides donate, become a volunteer. So, you know, whoever's on here, by all means, fill out our volunteer form. So when we have events, we could contact you and see if you're available for that date. I mean, a lot of our events require 50 and 60 volunteers. So it's not like, you know, a small amount. We need a lot. Oh, he's volunteering. Oh, are you volunteering? <laughs> he's just waving. <laughs> he, can't, he can't hear anything that's going on. Um, on let's do a voiceover. I don't know what oh, I'm doing. Sure, sure, whatever. Did <laughs> <laughs> she saw the Panther mask? She said she likes Panther? Yeah. Did she see the masks? Oh, yeah. yeah that's oh, what, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what brought it up was the masks. Yeah. Yep. I and then Jeff... Jeff kind of walked over and she's like, well, we need a tour. I said, that's only like this much of what's here. You got me. Now you got us in. We got, we need a tour. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, there's, there's, there's way too much to describe. Point the camera out the window. Bill just said, point, point it out the window. Look at that. Yeah. Why are you trying to torture me? Oh, wow. What? I can hear all my God. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what? Memorabilia heaven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Richie said, show, just open the door and. Okay. Hold on. They want me to go down here. Well, well, just, just point it out. Yeah. Ah, cool. That's so cool. Studio media. Wow. That's the puppet. That's the puppet workshop. Oh, I guess Richie threw him down the stairs. But well, somebody put him down. Let's see how far we can make him walk. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Monster. I love all of them. Look, Brie. Oh, cool. oh man! Hey, hey Jeff, I know you can hear us, uh, but if you're talking, you got to unmute your mic because you walked away. Oh my God! Look, look, look! Oh, see, can you hear me now? Yeah, oh, yeah. now we can hear okay, you. Okay, so I have no idea who the fuck that is. Really? No, who's oh, that? Oh man! No, no. Uh, Hold on. Think about it. They were in Monster TV earlier. Right. Right. Well, they, right. are they, aren't they side by side? Isn't it? I don't yeah. know. This is or a weird looking it? like ball I thing. I, can I guess Bill's into balls. Oh, here you go. We take donations for Christmas. Look at this. Here you go. Lights for a cause. Let's go. Oh, oh yes. He <laughs> walked by the balloon that was in uh, Henson's. The one that used is that to... what that was? Yeah. It, he okay. Goes, this is some weird looking ball. I guess Bill likes balls. <laughs> okay, so you, see what you created? You cre you created this monster. See? Wow. All right, so we got we got we got oh, some head here. <laughs> Jeffrey. What? See? Granddaughters. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a head though. See? It's on a stick. On a stick. I'm not lying. Oh, Bill, you want me to come back up? I don't know. I. Oh, you want me to go that way? 
All right, Bill wants me to go this way. Oh, when you sent him out to the shop? Oh, yeah. He's just, I don't know. You guys want to see something really creepy? Always. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so here we go. Here we go. What are you showing us, dude? I don't see anything. All right, there you go. How do you use the camera? I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> that's creepy. She's a creeper. Yeah. Right, right. Scary. And I don't. I I I, I have no idea why. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm in the Yankees, really. You know, and he's got more of them. Look, look at this thing. What the hell is that? I'm from Boston. Bill said, "Why? Why are we looking at you, Jeff, instead of the, the stuff why are we around you?" Around you. Well, yeah. Why? Why is the camera looking at you? This is why. I'm good looking. No. 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 You're walking. We can see the hair in your nose, and, and you. Oh, and, really? Okay. Yeah. How about this? Hey, look at that! Wow! How, isn't that amazing? How you turn it around? Look at that! Who's that? The dragon from Shrek. Dragon from Shrek. Right. What do you do with all this stuff? What do you shot in the ceiling? She, she goes, what? what do you do with all this stuff? Well, see, if I'm not looking at the camera, I don't know what I'm seeing. See? <laughs> yeah, you kind of make okay. me dizzy when you're not in the camera because you're... Okay. You're, you're all like, right, Leo, bring us back. Okay. I, I, I was just going to say, normally a tablet has a button to use the other camera so you can see. <laughs> just bring us back. We're back. <laughs> okay, look, you Jeff, go. you Jeff, you can come back now. Here you go. I'll walk up the stairs wow. and shut your mic off. What? I'll take care of it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the tour. That was really cool. Oh, that's not the tour. That like he only made it five feet. Marshall. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Bill, don't do that to me again. <laughs> you know what was worse? <laughs> You did it to me. Oh, did I? I will never let you do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get the. Okay, there we go. Leo. Yes, I sir. Think that time. I, I think so too. I, I want to. Get rid of them, will you? Get rid of them, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Bill's hungry. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. You'll find information about Debril and Grace Breast Cancer uh, Foundation. And uh, if you are in need of help, you can find information there. Or if you'd like to donate or, uh, you know, um, sp sponsor, uh, not sponsor, volunteer, you can definitely we need find us too. We'll take that too. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, thanks for watching. For me, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. But more importantly, I run a podcasting network called The Dorkening. And if you head on over to thedorkening.com, you can find a bunch of shows on the network, including Still Token With. And uh, I know we covered your website, but where do you like interacting with people on social media? Um, I have Brielle Grace Breast Cancer, Brielle Grace Breast Cancer Foundation page on Facebook and Brielle Grace on Instagram also as well. Anyone could private message me through either one. Um, if you're not good with social media, 
feel free to pick up the phone too. I know a lot of people don't want to do the social media thing or whatever it is. However way is most comfortable for you to reach out, reach out. Facebook, website, phone, um, everything pretty much works and we'll figure it out from there. But yeah, reach out. We'd be, I'd be more than happy to help or talk to anyone and or go out and fill out our volunteer forms. I have to contact you that way as well, you know. Okay. Excellent. And uh, Joe, where can people send you cauliflower picks? Oh, my goodness. We'll <laughs> <laughs> take the questions for oh the next my goodness. one on our Price Foundation page, right? <laughs> I'll be ready for the next challenge, cauliflower challenge. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Certainly. Uh, Jeffrey. Uh, don't Google me. <laughs> you like what you find, and most of it isn't even true. So, you know, uh, it's all true. No, it's not. Well, some of it. Now uh, <laughs> you laugh. Uh, yeah, no. You hit me up on Facebook um, or directly through the website, uh, stilltoking.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Benjamin. Dude, I just can't do this, man. <laughs> um, as Jeff said, you know, we're on all social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube. Wait a minute. I didn't say that. Uh, if I mute my mic, they, oh, you suck at this. We're going to do this from different rooms from now on. That way I can just mute your ass. Um, we're on all social media platforms. You can just check us out. You can go to stilltoking.com. It'll take you anywhere you want to go and show you pretty much anything you want to see about us. Um to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank things you. you. Don't want to see about us. Hey, you don't <laughs> interrupt the closing of the show. Yep. <laughs> to all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you. See, you totally screwed me <laughs> We want to thank you for doing what you do every day, so people like us can do what we do every day. We love you, and we'll see you next week. We're out of here. Don't go anywhere, guys. Bye. Good night, peace. Don't go anywhere.